0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, UCI Division of Continuing Education proudly presents our spectacular podcast of daytime magic and imagination. This is Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney, from the parks to movies, collectibles, and a whole lot more. I'm Jennifer.
1: I'm Zen. And I'm David.
0: Today we'll be introducing a new segment. Keep, correct, or kill. Each time, we'll be taking a few of Disneyland's current attractions and deciding if we'd keep the attraction as is, correct it by making a few adjustments, or kill it, and make way for something new. After that, it's time for more trivia. This time, we're looking for answers to questions about Disney animated films. So grab your popcorn bucket and bust out those old VHS clamshells. The show is about to begin.
2: UCI Main Street is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing.
0: Walt Disney himself said that Disneyland will never be complete. In the past 63 years, Disneyland has changed several times. Lands have sprung up and rides have been redone or removed altogether. So, the three of us asked ourselves, if we were holding the reins to Disneyland, what would we do with the current set of attractions? Would we keep them as is? Would we correct them by making a few adjustments? Or would we kill them off because there's really too much that would need to be done to them? We're going to go through the list alphabetically. So, first up is Alice in Wonderland.
1: Okay, well, uh, I'll start on this one, if that's okay with you guys. Okay. Go for Um, it. Just to kind of... I don't know. I've had many ideas about the development of Fantasyland since (laughs) I started going to the park. And honestly, I think that Fantasyland is going to need a pretty big overhaul in the coming years. Because here's my thought, okay? So... Eight and nine year olds these days haven't really seen, as far as I know and as far as my experience goes, the movies around which the dark rides in Fantasyland are based off of. And I'm completely fine with Fantasyland being a land for children, basically, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm twenty and in my childhood I never saw Pinocchio, I never saw I saw Sleeping Beauty, I never right. saw Snow White. That's Uh, I don't know what Mr. Toad is. I don't know (laughs) what Roger Rabbit is. And to bring us to Alice in Wonderland, I just don't think that a darkroom based on Alice in Wonderland is going to be effective, as effective, for today's kid riders as, say, a darkroom ride based on, (laughs) to use a potentially bad example, Tangled, Mm -hmm. a movie that more kids today will be freaking out about and probably have seen.
0: It's true. I mean, in fact, like a lot of those older movies, they're kind of depressing or they're really kind of messed up. Like, here, we're going to take your child away and have him join the circus. Or, hey, if you don't listen to your parents, you're going to turn into a donkey and...
1: Lots smoking. of <laughs> lots of killing of parents too, yeah. which Disney still has a habit of doing. That's but right. Still a lot of Messed that up. in the early music. I know, <laughs> I know. I have that. not There's, a lot of death comment is like on a that.
3: Huge se- uh, theme and everything, right? Lion King. Yeah. Uh, even even things like um, Up. You know the thing is yeah. sure. <clears throat> Ellie is. We never get to see Ellie alive in the whole movie. I know. You know? Um, really? that's
1: not true. We well, see her no. in the, the beginning. Feeling.
3: Yeah. Right, but that's that's a memory.
1: Sure. Oh wait, she's no, no, no. It's a memories.
3: Yeah, but the thing is, by the time it starts, it's
1: a montage, quote unquote. It's a silent introduction.
0: And what do you know? The female dies again. What's up with that, Disney? (laughs) Always the female, unexcusable.
1: I have no comment on this subject.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway.
3: Disney's misogynistic is actually
1: what,
0: it, what we're trying to say. No. Okay.
1: No. <laughs> moving on to Alice, Alice in Wonderland, which when you think about it, is a really creepy ride. Yeah. Lewis Carroll's original ni- 1880s book is just so garish that it's actually kind of shocking that this is the movie that Disney decided that they right? wanted to turn... Into one of their animated films, so I think that I'm split in this sort of section between correcting the ride and killing it. I do no. think that it's. I do think that it's salvageable. I really don't want to kill it. Protect the ride. I know. <laughs> I know. Protect. We have to protect.
0: It's just so the good.
1: ancient ancestors. <laughs> I do think that it would do well with some cosmetic changes, though.
0: I I would agree. I think for me, I love that ride so much. And like even ever since I was a kid, that was absolutely one of the rides I had to ride on. But one thing that always kind of bugged me was, I think they may have changed it now, but you only see Alice maybe once or twice in the ride. Mm -hmm. And I would rather see something more like the Little Mermaid ride, where you see her repeatedly. Because I, I know you're supposed to kind of Be in the position where it's like, oh, I am Alice and I'm going through this weird world and I'm really immersed in the story. But at the same time, I don't know that many kids want that. They want to actually see their hero or whoever, you know. So for me, I think I would choose change and I would maybe add a few more examples of Alice. I might jazz up some of the technology Overall, I would keep it.
1: One of the nitpicking things I think that I have with that ride, and it's really only a personal preference, is that you know those sections of the ride where you go out of the darkroom and you go outside. Yes. And then you go back into another part. I don't know if this was part of the original design of Disneyland because I don't know when the Matterhorn bobsleds were built. It's... Slightly awkward, though, when you're going through this magical neon world with so many magical creatures, and then you come out into this awning. Your pupils are very dilated. Yeah. Your pupils are very dilated. You come out onto this awning, (laughs) and then you you look to your right, and you hear the Yeti screaming at the top of his (laughs) lungs from Matterhorn Bobsleds. It's really just a nitpick, but it is something that's – yeah. Kind it's of unusual. a design flaw. It, it's, it's really unusual, it's you're really right. Unusual.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, well what do you what do you think, do you think Zen?
3: Zen? Okay, so my experience is a little different. I think your parents are delinquent. I have an eight-year-old. So I really don't house. think
1: so. My parents listen to this podcast, Zen. Oh, then. no, no. <laughs> we're just you're, kidding. You're only mildly delinquent. <laughs> okay, we're all He's good. Okay, we're, David's okay. We're all
0: good
3: now. Please continue. Um, actually, my daughter's seen um all the films that we've that that are rides that are based in fantasy land. So she's seen Pinocchio. She's seen Alice in. Wonderland, she's seen Snow White um, and actually have you not seen the live action of Alice in Wonderland?
1: No. I've seen the animated version.
0: Oh. Okay. The live action's pretty good. I, I, Johnny Depp.
1: So. I'm <laughs> scared. That was the Kep. Tim Burton one. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <clears throat> So I mean, I th- and my dar seen both of the, the animation and she's seen the live action one. Um, and, and And the other thing about Fantasyland is like I think it really caters to the kids. You know, there's, some, there's a lot of rides that are at Disneyland that cater to kids and parents. This is definitely one that kind of leans towards the kids. I think they can do better on that overall in Fantasyland. But we're talking about Alice in Wonderland. So going back to Alice in Wonderland. Um, I am a, I, I'm going to see is correct. Because I, I I think the ride's still charming. But the thing is that to one should, I think they just need to update it. Yeah, You know, have a little bit fiber optics with lights and, and, and lasers and up just up general updating of the ride itself to make it a little bit more exciting. Um, at one point, I think we were all talking about trackless rides throughout the uh, various Disney I believe parks. it was last podcast
1: last when we we're, were talking down. about Mystic Mansion.
3: Yeah. I mean, this could this would be do really, really well with, like, a trackless ride. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the coolest things is when you do a trackless ride, like, all the different carts kind of intermix, and you're like, where am I going to go? You don't get a sense of, say, I mean, in most rides, you you look at the track, and you know where you're going to go. Yeah. You know where you're going to go. But with trackless rides, you got this, this kind of, like, where to now? How and, cool
1: would that mixing of ride vehicles be at, like, a mad tea party kind of yeah. concept exactly. inside Alice in Wonderland? Yeah.
3: I mean, in... in yeah, like, essentially, like, having, or even, like, a small area, you know, like, how they have the mad tea party uh, cup, the teacups. Oh, sure. It's an awesome, like, in a, like, a small open area, all of a sudden to do this kind of teacup formation for a couple, like, a minute, and then move on to the next room. Interesting. I mean, it's yeah. a lot of fun. So, yeah. anyways, the, the opinion is that there's, it's fundamentally, I think it's okay. I think kids have seen it. Probably possible more kids may have seen it than you have you think just because of the Johnny Depp version of it, and since the live action ones are so hot right now?
0: Well, plus the face characters always out too, so that might inspire kids to see it. Yeah, they always have her. They've got. Um, I think now they're starting to have the the Queen of Hearts a bit more often too. But the Mad Hatter is always out too. Yeah, yeah. So that might inspire them. Who
1: so knows? perhaps. Anyway.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: David Maybe is I'm not a little convinced. bit more cynical than for my own good.
3: <laughs> okay. Well so, either or we I think what we got is everyone's got a it correct. It's exactly. Okay. We're in agreement
1: yeah. on this issue.
0: All right. Yay, good. Elsa Wonderland stays. Yay. <laughs> All right. Our second ride is Astro Orbiter. <laughs>
1: Again. Well, somebody else go first on this one. I want
0: to go first. Okay, go for it. Kill. Kill it.
1: Okay. Destroy
0: it. Okay, because when it was the rocket jets, it was fantastic. It was up high. So it wasn't just like Dumbo number two. It was like, you know, wow, I am ridiculously high. You felt kind of like you could fall and die. So it made it a little bit more exciting. And it was just, it was way, way more fun. Now it's just like, okay, here's this random thing on the ground. Let's imagine that we're up really high in space. It's its just, no.
1: Well, they do have an elevated platform in the Magic Kingdom in oh. Orlando, as far as I understand it. Hmm. And I think that that's why I would vote to correct this one, <laughs> not kill it, because... It could really benefit, especially with the theme of it being rockets, from being on an elevated platform. And, as you mentioned, there is an elevated platform that's not being used by Disneyland right now. The old Rocket Rod slash People Mover platform. If there were a way to transfer that ride vehicle onto that platform, how good of a view of the park would you get from up there? Yeah, I think it would be great. So I don't think it's necessary to kill it. I don't know if I'd call it correct it either, but move it, transfer it. I suppose
0: it. I could see that. Okay, maybe I wouldn't kill it then, even though I'm very upset at the way that it was changed.
1: Hmm.
3: I'm gonna go with. I, I'm okay. It's somewhere between kill and correct.
1: Yeah, I think I'm in the same (laughs) boat there. Okay,
3: so the reason why here's the things I I'll tell you what I don't like about it. Okay, one is in in comparison to the uh, the rocket what
1: what was it rocket jets
3: rocket jets the rocket rocket. jets excuse me when they were rocket jets okay I have a big big pet peeve about Disneyland right now is that in the past there were rides that were Elevated, yeah. so you could see the rest of the park. And I think I mentioned this before. And right now, I, other than maybe Matterhorn, there are, and you only get it for a split second. You don't really get a sensation of the park. I just love being up high. Um, yeah. So that is one of the things that, right off the bat, it's like I would love to see it elevated. And now, i comparing it, comparing it to something in the past, it's not elevated. I don't like it. Number two, it is in the worst location. It just feels yeah. like, yeah. you know what? It's like, here's the entrance of Tomorrowland, and we're going to put something in it so you can't get in. So, And <laughs> all the other ones, all the other Disneyland's I've ever been to, is when you're kind of at the, in the, the center by the ring, you can look into Tomorrowland, and you can go, oh, look at all that stuff there. Our Tomorrowland, you go... Rocket jets, you don't see
1: anything else. Yeah. One of the pet peeves of mine too is that being right in the center of the entrance to Tomorrowland, it makes traffic flow so yeah. much yeah. worse. It's
0: it, so
3: it's a, bad. It's over. a combination of those things. So it's like it's a bad location. It's not elevated like the old one. Mm-hmm. And so those are the two things that really I s like. So like now, if they could build a platform and raise the darn thing. So yeah. it does a couple things. You can look into Tomorrowland and then you can also you can look at the it's elevated and it doesn't create a a traffic jam then i i think i would i would like it much more than it is right now sure yeah so, it's a really
0: harsh transition too when yeah. you think about it it's like you know you go from early 1900s to here's these random golden rocks and then right. oh look at this futuristic thing yeah like- and it
3: should look like Elon Musk's SpaceX ships
1: <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be cool yeah, yeah so. i think so Basically, where I stand is that it needs refurbishment, and I think that if Disneyland isn't willing to give the Astro Orbiter that kind of refurbishment, that I wouldn't be opposed to killing it.
3: You know what? I'm actually going to go with kill.
1: Okay. Ooh. And the only
3: reason I want kill is just, like, the amount of change that I'm asking for, it's not the same ride. Yeah. It's not like a like a refurbishment. Oh, put a little LEDs and like lights or right. whatever, and redecorate it, retheme it, and fix it. This is not a fi- this is not like something that you can put paint a coat on, coat a paint onto it. This is something that's like you have to do something pretty dramatic, knock it out of there and start over again.
1: You know what? I think I agree. I'm going to go with kill as well.
0: Yes. Everybody kill. Oh, wow. We're in agreement again. It's consensus. consensus. Critical consensus.
1: How often does that happen? Never. (laughs) All right. All right. right. What's next? Last one. one.
0: Autopia.
3: Autopia. Okay. I'm going to make it correct. Okay. Ah. I like for maybe sentimental, not rational – Um, I just loved it when I was a kid. It was the first Mm -hmm. time that I got... I remember, like, I get to drive this on my own. Mm -hmm. It was, like, this certain certain type of freedom. It's my first experience. I'm a a big car guy. It gave me just this, wow, empowerment on a ride. Um, I also have um, feelings with my my daughter, who's eight. Um, She's a little bit taller than your average bear, so she got to do it when she was, I think, like, Three or four, she got to oh, drive wow. it by herself. Wow. I mean, of course, we bumped off the darn rail. All we she thought she was driving. Really, yeah. we were just bumping off the guide rail. But, <laughs> yeah, basically. But just the excitement in her eyes—it was. I saw the exact same. I mean, in her eyes, I could see the exact same thoughts that I had when I was a kid. Yeah. So I just I, I'm I'm a big fan of Autopia. Um, here's a couple things. So I, I'm going to go with the cracks. So here's the cracks. Um, one. Uh, man, those things smell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. So I don't know if turn them into electric or something like that. The other thing is, I think they can make Octopia, and it takes up so much land. And if they rerouted it in a certain way, had a few elevated sections, maybe they could throw another ride or some huh. kind of like. It could be even like a house of the future that they had in the past in the middle of it. Hmm. So you walk into the middle and there's something else. And then, you know, you walk into the house of the future and then you can look out and you can see all the cards going around you.
0: Yeah. So that'd be cool.
3: So it kind of reuses the space simultaneously. Um, so those are the two things that I kind of like. It's like maybe there's some elevated parts and then. You, know, you have another attraction in the middle of it that you could walk into. And then you also see all the cars going around, which yeah. would be a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, what you know, mom couldn't get into the car with me and my daughter. So, it's like she could go walk into the middle and watch us kind of drive around. Mm-hmm. I think that would be special. Yeah. So,
1: I think I'm mostly in agreement with you there. I don't really think personally that the track needs as much renovation. That's not a uh, – a breaking point for me. I am with you on the fact that we probably need to replace those gas vehicles yeah. with electric because, because we're California. Not needs. only
0: that's right, exactly. <laughs> we're it's California,
1: so not only do they smell, they're not good for our environment burning that much gas all day, and probably not good for our health either. Sorry, Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. I don't know about killing it if those changes don't come about. I really don't think that either of those things are breaking points for me. Mm -hmm. Autopia really isn't just that much of an important ride to me. It was when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. but it isn't anymore. So I don't think that any of that is a breaking point. I'm pretty firmly on correct for this one. Hmm. Jennifer?
0: You guys are making me change my mind. (laughs) I was thinking...
1: Ooh, you're so
0: aggressive. I (laughs) want to hear why. Okay, well, part of it is you know, you can kind of gauge how well a ride is doing by seeing how often the times for it, the wait times are like five minutes. And I think for Autopia, it's pretty solidly five minutes. All the time.
1: Just like all the rides in Fantasyland, Zen. (laughs) I'm just bringing back old old drama. Snow White at the end
0: of the night is pretty low wait time.
1: And all those rides break down a lot, though. Autopia doesn't break down that often.
0: That's true. Okay, the but, the one thing I do really love about Autopia, even now, is I really like the way that they changed the theme of it. I don't know if you guys have ridden it recently. But I, now re- they have, I wrote it a few months ago. They have like the little robot, and they've got the little robot bird. They have
1: dioramas yeah. in there. Yes.
0: I freaking love the bird. Yeah. Like that is my favorite part of that ride because it kind of reminds me of, um, you know, how in Florida they have the orange bird. Like, we really don't have anything like that. And it's this cute little bird that's almost kind of shaped like an orange. Like, it's got an orange-looking head with, like, a little um, sprig of green feathers that look like a leaf on top. Mm -hmm. It's super cute. So the closest thing that we kind of have is this little Autopia bird that kind of, like, while you're waiting in line, you just hear, hi, I'm Bird, or something like that. And it's just so freaking cute that... I love it,
3: but you want to kill it. What? What, what was the kill? What, why? I, before we change your mind, why? Why was it not redeemable?
0: Because the ride itself is just. I mean, like I, I get the wanting to experience driving, but at the same time, you can kind of do that on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride with a smoother no. results. No,
1: <laughs> no, Mr. Toad's
3: that that. That steering wheel's not connected. No, to
1: that anything. it's not. Autopia are, I guess you could call them semi-autonomous vehicles because they are on a track, but yeah. you do control them. And you do feel yeah. when you've messed up. You have up a certain amount of, of control. Exactly.
0: Yeah. 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 I, yeah. So that's why I'm saying, like, you know, I am kind of changing my mind more towards correct, but I don't know. I it takes up so much space. I'm. It's kind of the same thing. Like Zen said, the river boats (laughs) last time.
1: We'll get to that eventually, boys and girls.
0: Because it's just so much space. And I know that in other parks, they've removed Autopia. And I think they're putting in um, the Tron light cycles. I think in Florida, that's what they're doing. Oh,
1: In Florida. You got me excited there for a second. I
0: mean, okay, we probably don't have enough room for something like that. No, we definitely
1: don't have that. Uh,
0: Okay, what if you took out that and then also took out the old parts of the... Um, rocket rod track, maybe kind of do something. If,
1: okay, I will say this.
0: <laughs> Trying to make it work.
1: <laughs> You're pushing me over to your side and I don't like it, <laughs> but if they wanted to kill Autopia, tear down the people Mover track, and replace it with a Tron light cycle ride... Mm-hmm. Okay, I wouldn't be strongly opposed.
3: I, I, I think we can keep them all, and what we do is we put Tron on an elevated track and just that have it would go be over cool. Everything,
1: yes, that would be cool. But you might get a few lawsuits on your hands and why? Safety reasons?
0: Well, okay, not Farm has a similar one called um, the Pony Express, and it's completely outdoors. I think. I Well, mean, the it rocket looks more
1: like rods a... were
3: hovering above. Yeah. It's all in Sure. It's just. And, 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 and the tr- Ride is almost like a roller coaster. Yeah. So all I'm saying is just weave the roller coaster. And, and actually, that could be really cool is to yeah. see this roller coaster go throughout Tomorrowland. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it cuts through a little bit of Autopia. Yeah. It go, f- goes over um, Buzz the, the Astro Blasters. And if you were to around.
1: combine that with a refurb of Tomorrowland to yeah. make it more thematically consistent <laughs> and tear down the defunct rides. Yeah. Right. That could end up being really cool. Under those specific circumstances, I would vote kill on Mm -hmm. Autopia. But otherwise, if we're not going to bring in that, then I'm a firm correct.
3: Yeah, You know, the uh, the one other thing is I'm not even necessarily opposed to reducing the length of the track.
0: I would be okay with that.
3: You know, like just put in one more small ride or something like that. You know, it's a a long ride and Mm -hmm. I think it's like, you know, like a... A slightly shorter track isn't going to make a huge difference. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's some flexibility for a little bit of change to that. But the one thing, I, in retrospect, the one thing, the only reason why I think maybe a kill is not for the lack of the quality of the ride. It's just like, um, it's Tomorrowland. Yeah. And I have cars today <laughs> so it, it's thematically it doesn't work but again, again tomorrowland
1: could be re-themed altogether <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know which disneyland it is i think it was euro disney but i th- one of the tomorrowland-ish lands in one of the disneylands around the world was re-themed as tomorrowland or sorry discoveryland
0: oh yeah yeah the, isn't that yeah. i
1: think it's euro disney
0: yeah Huh. It's like the Jules Verne kind of looking versus... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In which staring. case it
1: would be Euro Disney. I, yeah. Well, it's
3: actually officially Disneyland Paris now, but...
1: It was Euro Disney when it opened. Though, yeah, right? it definitely was. Okay. They, they keep on changing the know, name. They keep on changing things. the name. I can't Pick keep one. up. No. All right. <laughs> All right. So... So, final outcome. A mixed... Basically, correct, correct. Unless correct. you want to bring kill. us another cool coaster, in which case kill it.
0: Right. Yeah. And in any circumstance, keep the bird. The bird is so cute.
3: We'll put the birds. We'll put birds everywhere for you. Sounds good. (laughs) The bird could take over the tiki room. Oh, mm -hmm.
1: I would be all about that. (laughs) Tune in next time, Disney. You
0: make bird merchandise. I will buy all of it. (laughs) (laughs) I kid you not. I freaking love that bird.
1: Awesome. (laughs) Okay.
0: For shameless plug number two, <laughs>
1: shameless plug two the XL.
0: Dun, dun, dun. Okay,
3: Bitter, bigger, badder. better,
1: better, <laughs> better.
2: At 21, Steve Jobs founds Apple Computer. Colonel Sanders is 62 when his first KFC franchise opens. Success can come at any age. Need help jumpstarting your success with thousands of courses and 60 plus certificate programs? UCI Division of Continuing Education can help. Courses are offered every quarter, so start today at ce.uci.edu forward slash amazing.
0: All right, now it's time once again for Disney Trivia! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this week I pulled some obscure factoids. From the Disney animated films, mostly from the 90s because that's when the best ones were made. Mm -hmm. And just to recap, David is still firmly in the lead with 2,000 points. And Zed is still trailing behind by 500 points. But it's still anybody's game, so don't sweat it. And are you guys ready?
3: Sure. Okay. Bring it on. Fine.
0: Yay. All right, question number one. In Sleeping Beauty... Maleficent is voiced by Eleanor Audley. Name two other Disney characters Audley provided the voice for. Ugh. And once you hear these, you will not be able to unhear them.
1: Hmm. Okay. So just based on when Sleeping Beauty came out, and that character archetype, I have a couple of guesses.
0: Ooh. Okay.
3: Educated guess
1: I like Educated guesses. That's the best I could do for this week, because I'm not familiar with a lot of this lore. Good. Educated guesses <laughs> is the idea. best I can do. Okay. My first guess is Corella Deville. Okay. My second one was the evil stepmother from Cinderella. Those are my educated guesses All as right. to who Eleanor Audley played based on my remembrance of what Maleficent <laughs> sounded like. <laughs> okay. They're probably hilariously untrue, but that's the best that I can do.
0: Zen, what do you think?
3: Nemo? I, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Really? Okay. I, I think my guess is as good as like an educated guess. That's it's a like,
1: really <laughs> old and talented actor you've got yeah. there. Uh,
3: okay, Dang. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for um, um uh, Ursula and the wicked sister.
1: I mean, Still the, a really old and talented actor. You do realize that <laughs> I know, S- I know. Sleeping Beauty came mm-hmm. out in nineteen sixty two, right? Okay,
3: my mom was my mom was born before that, and she's okay. still around. So, all right. yeah,
1: so I mean, okay, yeah, that's fine.
0: So so, I, David is half right. Yeah, one of them.
1: Can I guess which one? Sure. I think it was Cruella Deville. Nope. No, it was the evil stepmother.
0: Yeah.
1: Ah. Okay.
3: Is that worth two hundred fifty points, or is that still five hundred, or is it oh, all or nothing?
0: That you know what? Let's just to make it easy. On the <laughs> we'll make it all, <laughs> all or nothing. Oh. <laughs>
1: Well, I'll take the points. So. <clears throat> okay,
0: one of the voices is actually not in a movie; it's in a Disney ride. Oh, so think of think of Maleficent and think of how she's very mysterious sounding. Where might you find something where someone sounds very mysterious? Mansion. Yeah.
3: It's the globe.
0: Uh- What's the globe <gasps> named? Oh.
1: <clears throat> I don't know, but that makes so much sense. I thought
3: you were the the haunted
0: man. I'm
1: blanking Zen. Give me a minute. (laughs) No, I got nothing. I got nothing.
0: (laughs) 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 Initials are (laughs) ML.
1: I still have nothing. No,
0: okay. Madame Leota.
1: Oh yep.
0: She's the voice of Madame Leota of Maleficent and of Lady Tremaine.
1: Terrifying, 500 to you, man. Terrifying
0: Lady Tremaine.
1: I'll take it. <laughs> yep. Yay! <laughs>
0: okay. I, I used to have a, a boss who looked a lot like Lady Tremaine. <laughs> and so, like, after... Luckily, she wasn't my boss for very long. But afterwards, I couldn't really watch Cinderella because it was just, like, just too close. Too close to home. But, yeah. Scary. Scary Lady Tremaine. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Question number two. Okay.
0: In *The Little Mermaid*, there is a royal portrait in Eric's Prince Eric's dining room that bears a striking <laughs> resemblance. Oh my to gosh! Another. I'm sorry, I
1: have to interrupt you. <laughs> yeah. Zen's face right now. <laughs> Come on, don't be He's just giving me the royal side eye. <laughs> like rolling my eyes. It's like
0: what? I tried to make them hard. I don't know. You have you succeeded this
1: week, yay, Jennifer. Yay, Props to you. Please keep mm-hmm. going.
0: Okay. So, in his royal dining room, <laughs> there is a royal portrait of another Disney couple. Who are they? Do process of elimination on this one. Process remember, of elimination? Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> Lil' Marie came out in 1989.
1: Is that going to be your guess for every, every single question here? For everything I don't know the answer, <laughs> it's going
0: to be Wally and Nemo. No. Oh, gosh. The oh worst God, ongoing
1: inside joke so, ever. So, uh so little mermaid was 1989
0: so think of something that came out before before
1: 1989
0: royal couple
1: <sighs> royal royal couple yes. then regal regal so a princess and a prince yeah definitively so not like Ariel yeah like right like an actual princess
3: yeah unfortunately I was gonna go towards tangled or something but that's too new mm-hmm and actually, Flynn. Well, no. Well, Flynn eventually, we think, marries, right? Oh
0: yeah, yeah. They eventually because
3: she was at... Uh, he he and uh, he was at the wedding of, at um, Frozen.
1: Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, but they
3: could have been still dating.
0: Yeah. Eighties.
1: Pre-eighties. Are we talking as far back as? I, obviously, neither of us has any clue here. No. Just <laughs> so, yes. are we talking as far back as like Cinderella or okay, Snow think White? Of,
0: think of the older princesses. Or the okay, movies so that Okay, so like came out Cinderella,
1: earlier. Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, yeah. those ones.
0: So that kind of narrows it down a little bit.
1: Any any guess, that, any guess that any guess that I take here is going to be a percent
0: chance, really?
1: Okay, Snow White and Prince Charming is okay. my. Dark shot guess.
3: It's strangely <laughs> enough, my daughter loves princesses and I can't think of anything. So this is
0: one that you would not <clears throat> notice. I mean, I watched this movie hundreds of times when I was a kid and I didn't know about this until I was much older. So give up. Give up. All right, it's Prince Philip and Princess Aurora. and the reason they did this is it was kind of a oh, nod. Yeah. To the fact that they really didn't have any princess movies since that time. So there was a huge gap between 1959 and 1989 that they had no princess movies. Except for maybe like Black Cauldron, but they don't speak about that
1: one. Yeah. (laughs) All
0: right. So no points for any of you.
1: That is completely fair.
0: (laughs) Go back and watch The Little Mermaid. (laughs)
1: All right. right. Not a bad idea.
0: Question number three, which actor was originally offered the role of Jafar, but had to decline due to scheduling conflicts with the popular TV show he was appearing on at the time? This one blew my mind. I did not know that this person had ever been up for this role. Okay. And honestly, I don't think he would have done as good of a job.
1: I have another educated guess for this question. Based on when Aladdin came out Mm -hmm. and what TV shows had been running at the time. And based on Jafar's character archetype. I'm such a nerd. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay. This is just a wild guess here. Again, and it's probably hilariously wrong. But the actor that I think was in a popular TV show at the time and might have been able to do a good Jafar, he was starring in... Fresh Prince, my guess is Will Smith.
0: That would have actually been a really cool... But
1: it's not. It's not. But mm. that would have been
0: really neat.
1: Because I'm not very familiar with 90s TV shows. The only Maybe. 90s TV shows that I know of are, are Friends and Seinfeld. And never in my wildest dreams would I have ever imagined a Matthew Perry <laughs> Jafar. Yeah. That would have just been way too far.
0: Okay, here's some okay. hints. Think early. Okay, this TV I was, show... Okay, wait,
1: wait, wait.
3: You don't give a hint yet, because okay. I haven't purely speculatively okay, okay. guessed Nemo in. <laughs> no, no Nemo. Um, I don't know if this is even the right time period, but I'm gonna go with Dennis Leary. No. Okay.
0: Okay, so now for, we can get the hint. For okay. Jafar, they wanted someone who had kind of a Britishy sort of oh. regal quality to his voice.
3: Higgins from Magnum P.I. <laughs> 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 that was the 80s. <laughs> I think
0: like a yeah, late 80s, uh, early yeah. 90s.
3: Oh, Pierce Bronson? No. No. But, but
0: British. So you're on the right track.
3: British TV. was a British, British actor on TV at the time?
1: I am completely lost. Mr. Rourke. Fantasy Island. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, think, I really I have think no, we idea. Had no idea. We're think just
3: going to guess an
0: answer, so. Space, the Final Frontier. These are the voyages. Blah 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 blah.
3: Captain. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: right. Uh, Picard. Picard.
1: Um. Oh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Yes!
0: Sir Patrick what? Stewart. I cannot imagine even remotely as Jafar, and apparently he's been said to. You know, have said, "Oh, I wish I had gone for that." After all,
1: I have no disrespect right. for Sir Patrick Stewart, but <laughs> he could do as Jafar,
0: I can't imagine it. I mean, he's just—he's just too sweet, and wow. lovable. I don't hmm. think. He yeah,
1: can... I never would have, huh. never would have guessed that.
0: Yeah,
3: no, I would never guess that. Either, no, but right? he would have done a damn good job if he did it. I'm sure. I of
0: bet. It. But it's has just, he
3: it's ever so done a bad hard. job? i would never seen
1: him. Do no, anything he bad
0: was. Ever. Didn't he play like some kind of creepy old guy in a TV show? It was more he recent. He was like in the
1: Emoji movie. Oh. Ooh. So you know, we'll just kind of strike that one off his resume. <laughs>
3: you know what's really funny? I think it was the late '80s. He was in a movie, um, and the movie was called Excalibur. It was a. Um, oh. Um, I'm forgetting the mythology now all of a sudden. The, the King, King Arthur. King you know? Arthur. Yeah. And, and the thing is, he's in the second half of the movie. There's a lot of actually famous Helen Mirrens in it. And the guy is a vampire. He <laughs> looks exact. He actually had balded or bald, started balding early. He looks exactly the same. Wow. I mean, he looks exactly Odd. the same. Yeah. So, anyways, he's a vampire. I love him. He's awesome.
0: Yeah. But just Jafar, really? I don't know. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, no points on on that front either.
0: All right, question number four. In Tarzan, Tarzan's signature yell is not provided by his voice actor. Which character's voice actor did provide the yell? So I'm not looking for the name of the voice actor. I'm looking for the character that actually... Oh, because
1: I was going to (laughs) guess (laughs) Zed. Nemo. No, That's getting old now. Um, So think
0: of the characters that are in Tarzan... Tarzan didn't do the Tarzan yell. Who did? Is he in the same... Same movie. Oh. Yeah. So it's a different character in Tarzan, which is kind of weird, but it works.
1: Um. (laughs) We're very contemplative at this moment.
0: There's not a whole lot of guys. No. No, I was going to
3: say...
1: I haven't seen Tarzan in so 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 long.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So, by process of elimination, there's. Oh my gosh,
1: who is yep. it? Wikipedia.
0: <laughs>
3: is that che- oh. That's not no, cheating? That's no, no, really it's not cheating. for the it's not cheating. Yeah. Just for the
1: the the characters' names. Yeah. That's the hard part it. of
0: this: there are human males. And there are animal males.
1: That's true.
0: (laughs) I made these too hard. I'm sorry. Oh, my God.
3: (laughs) Okay, there's... I vote... I I was going to do this originally, but I couldn't think of her name. I vote Rosie O'Donnell.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sadly, no. Okay,
3: there's Tarzan, Turk, (laughs) Jane Porter, Kerchak, Tantor, Kala... Professor Archimedes and Clayton are the main ones.
1: Right. Did I it's did one of those. Okay,
3: cool. All right. I don't okay. I'll go
1: further. Um. <laughs> I
3: still vote Turk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocio. You
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I think she probably could. But it was not. Her. But it would have been so amazing.
3: If <laughs> you she know did. what?
1: Yeah. There's this dude that I'm looking at on the IMDb website named Brian Blessed, who mm-hmm. provided the voice of Clayton. He looks like a monkey man to me. <laughs> <laughs> he has such a <clears throat> scruffy little beard. Ooh. And yet he also looks like simultaneously like a professor from Harvard.
0: Interesting.
3: There's a fine line. <laughs> <laughs> if you put a tweed jacket on him, then he's a Harvard professor. He's, wear, <laughs> he's wearing oh, yeah. a tweed
1: jacket. <laughs> nice. In okay. his IMDb photo.
3: Okay, you just gotta pick one, man. All right,
1: yeah. I'll pick Clayton. Ding
0: ding ding ding. What? Whoa. What? Yeah. yeah. Sir. Which is weird because when you actually listen to the guy's voice, it doesn't sound like he would. I don't know. Yeah, he's got such a deep booming voice that.
1: I guess you should judge a book by its cover. Yeah.
3: it should have been Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
0: maybe that could be in the live action. Now one. that
1: would be real magic, I'm Disney. Sorry, move on to the
3: next question. <laughs> All right, There's last got here, question. Put in
1: here that I know? <laughs>
0: the final question. Here we go. In *The Lion King*, Pumbaa is the first Disney character in a Disney film to do what?
1: Oh, oh, oh! I have no idea. Okay, Zen. Fart. Yes. Oh. Wow. Oh <laughs> that was quick. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I mean, that, that's basically what the character is known for. I, I was going to say, so. it's either
3: Belch or fart. Mm-hmm. But I think it was, it's like, no, it's got to be fart. Do you want
1: to know what my first guess was when <laughs> I when I heard, this is so stupid. But whenever I think of Pumbaa, I think of that one section in hakuna matata when he uses operatic voice that was legitimately going to be my guess oh. <laughs> is to the first disney character to employ operatic voice it, again hilariously what stupid
0: one the only ones at least yeah
1: i don't know of any others Snow off the top White of my head aurora Farty. yeah yeah aurora
0: oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> be a very dainty fart <laughs>
3: Sound like bells.
1: I mean, here's the thing. She's in the middle of the forest. If a princess farts in a forest <laughs> and nobody's around to no hear it, does it make a sound? Okay. Yeah. The, the, one of the things was
3: when I saw the movie and I watched or heard, you know, Pumbaa fart, I uh-huh. was like, I was shocked. Really? Yeah. I was kind of like, what is that? What? And and and. and, and, and For the same reason as, like, I saw, like, when I saw um, uh, Lilo and Stitch. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Stitch is doing all these, like, there were so many snots in that movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There was a lot of snots and there was a lot of, you know, like, I think belching and stuff like that. Yeah. And and I was just like, so when I, because I'm just, you know, I've seen Disney films my whole life. What's worse,
1: they were coffee belches.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, but the thing is, so when I saw Pumbaa actually fire, I'm like, no, they let that, this can't be right. Is this
0: really a Disney film? That's it must true, be yeah. Because so, Disney had the reputation of being the, the clean, the pristine, super clean. Yeah. yeah. And Nickelodeon. nowadays, yeah, yeah, nowadays anything goes, really.
3: And also, I grew up in the age, like in the 80s, there are certain things you could say in television, and, and now you couldn't say in television, and yeah. now you can. And so, like, I, I'm very, very um, sensitive about. Wow, they can say these words until, and, and and, I'm not talking like f words or anything like that, but just like simple ones. Like, I remember first time I heard a character it's like, "Hey, could you hold on to this? I had to go pee." And it's like. They said, oh, the, they P said the P <laughs> word. What? And I was shocked, you know, so. Yeah. My dainty ears.
1: Could you please hold under my handbag? I have to use the restroom.
0: Yeah. The facilities. That's what they would have said. It's
3: like, I need I'm to sure it would have been. But just the fact someone said P is like, oh,
0: my God. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that means David oh, yeah, now has. Points. Yeah. No, no. I, Don't you have 1,000? No,
1: I have
3: 500 points.
1: David oh, has. Yes. But I got two questions right today. So For now you grant. have
0: 3,000 points.
1: And I'm tr- 2, 3, 000 000. behind
3: with two. All right.
0: It's okay. Maybe maybe eventually we'll
1: have, we'll have to restart this to give Zen a yeah. fair shot. I, I know
3: who the better man is, and that's David. Should we, <laughs> what? <should we> <laughs> <laughs> You've, You've got to be joking. <laughs>
0: Lifeline, <laughs> one of those. Oh yeah, can you Pour call a friend? Yeah,
3: call a friend. I'm calling Stephanie, oh, one of her coworkers, who's a big Disney fan. Stephanie Fix. she'll know these. She knows things. everything. She knows everything. I actually everything asked her
1: ahead of the recording today if she knew <laughs> any of the answer to these. She knew about half of them. Really? Oh, More than half of them. Yeah. I would, no, oh, she oh. was she was very impressive.
0: Which ones didn't she know?
1: Oh gosh, the first one oh. and one of the other ones. I can't remember which one. I think yeah. it's Tarzan, the Tarzan one.
0: The Tarzan one's really surprising. Like, yeah, I would have not guessed that. But yeah, now like for the the um, Eleanor Audley one, now anytime you hear Lady Tremaine and Maleficent or Madame Leota, you can't unhear it. Mm-hmm. You just instantly know, like, oh yeah, that is the same voice. All so, right. There we go. Wow. Now I hope you learned. Everybody learned something valuable today. <laughs>
3: the answer is not Wally and Nemo. <laughs> yes. That's literally all we've learned
1: from Zen right? today. It's not Wally and Nemo and Pumbaa farting. <laughs> Pumba farting.
0: Pumbaa farts. All right, that's all the time we have for this edition of Main Street UCI. We want to give a big thank you to our amazing sponsor, UC Irvine's Division of Continuing Education. We don't want to brag, but we're kind of the happiest place on campus, so check us out in person or online at ce.uci.edu. Thanks again for tuning in today, and we hope you'll come back and hear us again real soon.
1: Bye. Bye. Goodbye.